0: We're talking about faith, and you've allowed us to strengthen ourselves, strengthen our minds, strengthen our hearts, to be able to operate completely, without doubt, in full confidence, unwavering. matter what we see, we bless you. We honor you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We've been talking about faith. I'm just going to jump right in looking at the time. So we've been talking about faith, and faith is a word that we hear so often in church. Some of us understand faith, some of us don't. Some of us feel we have great faith, some of us feel we have the little. When you define the word faith, it's defined as the belief and trust in, the loyalty to God. Firm belief in something that you have no proof. Firm belief in something I don't see. Unwavering, unmovable confidence in something that I can't touch. Faith. I believe it completely confident in what I can't see a lot of times we, we're here and we like yeah we we got faith but 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 the reality is that it's a tad easier to agree with me and say you have complete trust when your path is unrestricted When nothing's ailing me i got faith i got complete faith in god i trust god like none other when nothing's hindering you so i'm i'm, I'm gonna ask questions and y'all know i ask questions and i like to think and i like to remember to p- apply it to the weeks that comes and so My question for us, how is our faith, how confident are you in God when the mountain is in your way? So close to you that you can physically touch the mountain. You can't see around it, you can't see through it, You can't see over it, all you see is this mountain obstructing your view. How is your faith then? How is your complete trust when you can't figure it out? You can't fix it. It's completely out of your control. So today we're going to talk about we're going to go quickly we're going to talk about conquering the mountain and we will have the faith we will have the tools and we will understand how to move the mountain matthew 17 in the latter part says If you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move. And nothing will be impossible. So again, what does it take to have complete trust in God? How do we begin to operate in complete trust? How do we stand firm in our faith when the mountain is so gigantic? What about when we've been standing and believing and standing and believing and and, and standing and believing and, and quoting and standing and believing and standing and believing and manifestation has yet to come? What about then? I'm doing it. I'm standing and I'm believing, I'm standing and I'm believing, I'm speaking. What about then? Let me be clear today. There is a way to conquer the mountain. No matter what, how big, what it looks like. There is a way to conquer the mountain. We're going to go to Luke 8 and 43. And let's go. And a woman who had a hemorrhage for 12 years and could not be healed by anyone came up behind him and touched the fringe of his cloak. And immediately her hemorrhage stopped. And Jesus said, who is the one who touched me? And while they were all denying it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone did touch me, for I was aware that power had gone out of me. When the woman saw that that she had not escaped unnoticed, she came trembling and fell down before him and declared in the presence of all the people the reason why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. In order to conquer mountains, there's a few things that we want to go over today that we must do. And one is we must believe. We must have faith. It doesn't matter the size of your face because we know, he said, we only need the size of a mustard seed. It only matters if you believe. Do you believe? Can you trust God? Can you believe that if he allowed his only son Jesus to die on the cross for our sins, surely he loves us us enough to give us the strength and allow us to have the confidence to overcome adversity and obstacles prohibiting us. It doesn't matter what the mountain looks like. The only thing that matters is if we can believe God enough to tell the mountain to move and stand firm on what we believe. When we look at this story of Luke chapter 4, there we look at this woman of faith. A lot of us call her a woman with the issue of blood. But when we really think about it, she's actually a woman of faith. For 12 years, she had an issue. 12 years, she had an issue of hemorrhaging. So we all should have some form of experience with that. Women, we have experience with it. Men, you had sisters, mothers, you and we all have some form of hemorrhaging We hemorrhage possibly for seven days. Seven days of pain, agony, attitude, sickness. It comes in all forms. Odor, I can't stand odor, it just bothers my, odors. For seven days, weakness, for seven days and depending on how bad you hemorrhage, it can cause depression, chemical imbalance, but we're talking about a woman hemorrhaging for 12 years 12 years, she did all that she could. She researched. The scripture says it when you study. She researched. She gave her money. She gave all the money. She went to all the doctors. She did everything she could physically do to rid herself of this issue. To rid herself of what was supposedly, what was hindering her. The obstacle in her life. You can't live a regular life hemorrhaging for 12 years. She had this issue, this mountain, this obstacle for 12 years. But in the story you see, the story says that she pressed her way. The story says that we can paint the picture that she saw Jesus. And her faith said, her spirit says, if I could just make my way, if I can just get over there, if I can just get to Jesus, I know, I know that I'll be healed. So you must have faith. And along with faith, must come boldness we don't hear that all the time but you need some boldness come on you need boldness to believe something you can't see let's just be real you need boldness to to believe i know what i physically see but I'm gonna speak something other than what I physically see. I need boldness to be able to speak what I don't see. This woman of faith didn't seem to care about what would be said about her. Think about who she is, Hemogen for 12 years, I'm sorry, you smell, Uh, you're weak you bent over. She didn't care about her outward appearance nor about what others would say. She had to do what she had to do to get through the crowd. It didn't matter to her what they were going to do. It didn't matter to her that they were pushing. It didn't matter to her that they were all trying to get to Jesus. She remained focused. She was on a goal. She knew what she needed to do to get this mountain out of her life. It took boldness. Think about this. She had an issue for 12 years. Everything that she could physically do, she did it. Everything. Everything you can physically do, you you've done it. There's nothing else that you can physically do. The only thing you can do is believe God and have the spiritual boldness to do what you need to do to get to him. So we have her seeing where she needs to go. But we have this crowd obstructing her her path. But she sees her goal. She sees what she needs. She sees where she needs to be. And so she has to, regardless, blind her eyes from what she sees, the crowd, block her ears from what she hears. And she has to remain focused on getting to Jesus, remain focused on getting to the goal. And the scripture says that she touched the hem of his garment, of his cloak. So I'm going to try to paint this picture for you. So she's trying to get through the crowd with her ailment, with her sickness, with what she's going through. And she's trying to get through the crowd. And they're pushing. And they're pushing her. And she somehow sees where she has to go. And she ends up on her hands and knees. She ends up in a position on her hands and knees. Keeping her eye focused on the goal. While she's in the crowd on her hands and knees. Come on, it's a crowd. She's being pushed, she's being stepped on, but she continues on her journey not being wavered, not being moved by the pushing, by the stepping, not being moved by what's going on. She continues on her journey until she touches. She touches the hem of his garment. The hem of his garment. And when she touches the hem of his garment. She's immediately healed. Her faith said go. So many obstacles in her way. Her faith said go. She put her eye on the sight. And no matter what came her way, she went. But in order for her to get there, don't, she had to be on her hands and knees. She had to assume this position. That's the third point. This position of prayer. She had to go on her hands and knees. to get the mountain to move in order to get the mountain to move we've been talking about moving mountains and faith in order to get the mountain to move you must believe you must have boldness and you must be able to pray. You must be able to have a conversation. You must be able to converse. See, I'm not talking about praying and getting up because look at the story. She touched Jesus and she went to go on her way. But we missing something Once she got on her hands and knees and she went to touch Jesus, her faith allows her to please God. And he said, who touched me? We have to be able to get the attention of Jesus. She got his attention. No matter all the crowd around him, her faith, her boldness, her persistence got his attention with everything else going around. He stopped and said, "Who touched me?" They said, "Everybody touched you." "No, I felt the anointing. Who touched me?" When will we touch Jesus? No matter what's going, what we're going through, when will we have the spiritual boldness to no matter go, go, go and touch Jesus. This is the life that we live. This is the life that we live. We have ups and downs. We have mountains. We have disappointments. But none of that changes because Jesus is still Jesus. Jesus is still Lord. He's still Lord on the throne. And no matter what we're faced with, if we would assume the position If we will remain in this position and we will converse with him, he will give us the word. He will give us the necessity. He will give us what we need to tell the mountain to move. He will give it to us. We have to understand that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So his word is so powerful. I need you to hear this. That hearing his word creates faith and boldness in us. So we assume the position and we start talking to God. And we don't leave because we're touching his heart and he's going to talk back to us. He's going to give us his word. So his word allows us to know who he is in us and who we are in him. The more we hear his word, the more we get the wisdom and the knowledge to instruct the mountain to move. Now listen, John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. That's the key to conquering the mountain. We stand firm in our trust. Go in boldness to the throne. Make our petition known. Allowing him. His word. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Allowing him the opportunity to give us the instruction to move the mountain. You can't have faith without hearing the word. That's why we have to assume the position. You can't have faith without hearing the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You can't have faith without hearing the word. You can't please God without faith. Her faith caused her to be bold enough to disregard what's going on all around her and get to Jesus by any means necessary. When she got to him, she got his attention. You can't please God without having faith. You can't have faith without having his word. Everything we need is in the word of God. It has the power to move mountains. Come on. It has the power to move mountains. It was the word in the beginning that created the mountains so if the word of god created the mountains then the word of god will move the mountains hebrews 11 and 3 by faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of god the worlds were prepared by the word of god so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. So we know in Genesis, in the beginning, we know that the word, God's word, created the mountains. So how do we move a mountain? The same way it was created. The same way it was created. God created the mountain with his word. We are Christ in the earth, whom he gave us dominion over the land. The same way the mountain was created is the same way we move the mountain. With the word. You got to have faith. That's why we talked about being justified. We've been talking about this thing and leading up to it for weeks. You got to have faith but you can't be walking around here talking about I I messed up so I'm not worthy enough to to move this mountain I'm not worthy enough to, to to use this word what are you talking about think Jesus died on the cross for our sins before we were here before you committed whatever you go gonna commit he nailed it to the cross rose again and called you justified called you righteous it's your job to maintain your righteousness It's your job to have fruit and show the fruit of righteousness but he said you're righteous can you have the faith enough to believe that you're righteous can you have the faith enough to believe That if he did all of that for you, can't you at least just believe him? Believe that you are the righteousness of Christ. Believe that Christ in you, with Christ in you, all things are possible. Believe that it's word. The more you get it inside of you, it strengthens you, and it allows the boldness. It allows your faith to be increased. The more you get the word in you, as long as you have the word, there's nothing impossible, nothing. We can believe in boldness and tell any mountain in our path to move by using the word of God. So what mountain is obstructing your view today? What's in your way? What's bothering you? Do you have the boldness to go to God and petition him in full confidence that the mountain will be removed? There's nothing that he can't do. It's all in his word. But the key is you must believe, you must have the boldness, know who you are, know who he is in you, and we must converse with him because when we touch him, when you truly touch him, you get his attention. and he'll tell you to go in peace because your faith has made you whole when he says go in peace that's going don't worry about it his peace surpasses our understanding can you go to him in faith And hear him say, Go in peace. Father, we thank you today. We worship you. We adore you. You're worthy. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy. You're worthy of praise, you're worthy of glory, you're worthy of honor. We bless you for these moments. We bless you for these moments, these, this time that you're instructing us, oh God, for a purpose. Instructing us, oh God, and allowing us to tear down uh, a learned behavior that does not edify and glorify what you want. And allowing us to build up what you would call us, called us to have. We thank you that any mountain hindering anyone, you all can rise to your feet. Ah, oh, thank you, God. Any mountain obstructing anyone's view today. Anything Whether it's the doctor, the bank, the landlord, children, spouse, any mountain, anything obstructing your view today. We know how and what to do to have the mountain to be removed. We thank you in Jesus Christ's name. We thank you for your word. Your word that's so powerful. We thank you. We bless you.